Hi. So I thought today I would start with your progress and having some perspective. So if you are seeing improvements to your mood and your stress levels are decreasing, your energy levels are going up, your sleep is improving, you're working out and you're feeling much better about yourself, then that is huge progress. Even if you're not seeing drastic changes with the numbers, as in scale, scale weight or your measurements, you are still taking the right actions to get closer to your goal. So rather than think, oh, right, well, I haven't done as much this week. Okay, that's fine. But what do you do the majority of the time? Do you consistently hit your targets? Do you consistently prepare more nutritious foods than you have less nutritious foods? Do you, the majority of the time, hit your water target, your step target? All these things will contribute to your overall progress. So don't just focus on one thing that hasn't gone right or is perhaps lacking a little. Focus on the things that you are doing and then each week try and improve on those. So if, for example, this week you haven't managed to hit your step target, okay, well, what can you do next week to improve on that? Can you add in an extra extra walk? Maybe get out in the morning and get a 10-minute walk in or can you walk to school if you're if your uh, school is quite local and uh, can you park further away there's little things that you if you do them on a day-to-day basis and do them consistently they all add up so you might not think a 10-minute walk in the morning is is going to benefit you in an, in any way but that 10 minutes every single morning it adds up to 70 minutes over the course of the week. And if you are to do that on a week-to-week basis, that will add up over the weeks and months. So don't see progress as just a scale or measurement marker. There are other ways that you can see progress. And another thing I wanted to talk about was opting for higher calorie snacks. So Having higher calorie snacks is not a problem, but again, it's if you're having them very often and quite frequently, then obviously it is going to push you further away from your goals. So if you do want to have higher calorie snacks, can you limit them? So one, snacking isn't a bad thing. You can incorporate snacks, but I would try and limit them to no more than two to three snacks a day. If you want the higher calorie snacks, make only one of them a high calorie snack and the other two lower calorie foods. So that could be a piece of fruit, that could be a yogurt, that could be a little baby bell, anything. But try and opt for opt for more lower calorie snacks than you do higher calorie snacks. And also if you are finding that you're snacking after dinner, then it could be that your main meal, your dinner, isn't adequately filling you up or satisfying you. So if you're, say, limiting your carbs and your fats and you've got quite high food volume, as in vegetables, and you've got your protein, 
they won't always leave you feeling satisfied, even though you've got the food volume, because you do need the carbs and fats to help with those satiety levels. So look to maybe increase your unsaturated fats. So include things like olive oil, nuts, seeds, grains, um, avocado, and add some dressings. And these should help you feel fuller for longer. And if you do find you want to snack after dinner, increase the calories in your main meal, in your dinner. So, you know, you could have like a thousand calorie dinner for the evening and that should more than satisfy you. And you shouldn't then need to be going off to the cupboards at nine o'clock to grab a snack. If you do find that, you know, you're still hungry and you want something after dinner, ask yourself, are you actually hungry or is it a habit that you've got yourself into that you always go for something after your main meal? So if it's a habit that you've got into, it's time to break that habit. So rather than always go to the kitchen cupboard, distract yourself, do something different. And that could be just go and run yourself a bath. That could be read a book. That could be just maybe unstack the dishwasher So replace that snacking after dinner habit with something different, something that's going to benefit you. And another technique you could use um, with your snacks is rather than restrict and say, oh, right, I can't, you know, I'm going to have a yogurt and fruit and that's it. And but you really still crave something sweet rather than restrict, add to it. So if, for example, you're having a yogurt with some fruit and you still crave something quite sweet what you could do is grab a cookie or you know a chocolate digestive break up some meringues and add that to your yogurt and fruit so you're increasing food volume you're getting that extra sweet chocolate or meringue or whatever it is you're using and you're having your yogurt so you're you're hitting your your nutrients because you've got the fruit, you've got your yogurt, which is going to help with your satiety levels and added protein. And then you've got the cookie or whatever you've added to to your to your snack. So try that method and see how you get on. So if you feel like you're not seeing progress as quickly as you would like, ask yourself, are you doing enough? you know deep down whether you could realistically do more. So if you can do more, do more because you are the average of your actions over time. So if you are, if if, if you're not hitting your step target every single day, then your progress will reflect that. If you're not eating more nutritious meals and you're say having only three out of seven nutritious meals, then your progress will reflect that. So make a conscious effort to move more and to do more. If you have a a little bit of extra time, let's say a meeting gets cancelled, okay, rather than use that time to scroll through social media, use it productively, do something that's going to benefit you. And the and finally, I just wanted to talk over mindfully eating again. So I did put um, a video up today uh, on my seven day free challenge about using the palm method. So the palm method is a really simple, easy tool that you can use. 
if you're not counting calories. So the idea is you use your palm to, to gauge your portion sizes. So a full palm would be your protein protein source. And then you would have two fistfuls of your fruits, veg, salad. And then you would have one fistful of your carbs, so your rice, potatoes, pasta, and then a thumb-sized portion for your fat. So that could be your nuts, your seeds, your avocado, your olive oils. And using this method is a really good way to, to, to understand your portion sizes. And this won't work if you eat highly processed foods all the time because they're, they're much more calorie dense. So if you eat whole foods the majority of the time, this is a great method that you can utilize to help you manage your diet that little bit better. So always eat without distractions. So don't sit there in front of the TV and eat your meals. Sit at the table and you can put your fork and knife down after each mouthful and just register your hunger and fullness levels. And just a little reminder, you do not need to eat everything off your plate. And that doesn't mean you, you know, you can just, yeah, you have to waste food and just pop it in the bin. You can just save that for another time. So if you're eating, say your dinner, and you feel full, that's when you should stop. You don't want to eat past fullness and feel uncomfortable. So if you do feel full when you're eating a meal, just save it for later, pop it in the fridge, and that could be your snack for later on, or save it for the next day. So get rid of this mentality that you need to eat everything off your plate or it's wasteful. You don't need to waste it, you can just save it. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and if you have any questions, just shoot me a message.